We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Bear Down Ballers here on the field of 68. I'm Ryan Wall. I'm joined as always by Jordan Pollock. And Jordan, since we last recorded, a couple things have happened. Arizona moved to three and one in Pac-12 play, and they've had two players join the thousand point club. Pella Larson, Umar Balo originally started other places, Pella at Utah. Umar Balak and Zaga, but at Arizona, they joined the 1000 point club. What'd you think of that? And what'd you think of this big home win 92 73 against Utah on Saturday? I think it's a huge accomplishment for those guys, especially not playing a full four years in the program and able to eclipse something that I, I can't even remember the last Arizona player that was able to do that, to be honest, especially with some of the stars and good players that we've had over the years, especially over the last like 15 years in the one and done era, they're here for a year and then they're gone. Or they're here for two years, like in Benedict Matherin's case, and then they're gone to the NBA. So it's, it's really cool to see, especially veteran guys that are starters that are able to stay in the program and continue to develop. And it just speaks on, on their grit and their tenacity to just continue to improve on their game and develop and, and the ownership that they've given Tommy Lloyd and this staff to, to take a chance on Arizona transfer in and their, their lives and in a sense have been changed with, with how, how many places Arizona basketball can get you and the kind of connections and the, the brotherhood atmosphere that, that Lute Olson started and Sean Miller kind of kept, kept going, calling everything a player's program. And now, Tommy Lloyd through through all the mentorship program with old old Arizona alumni. And so it's it's really cool to see guys that are that are taking ownership of that and stepping into new things, especially especially foreigners and international players. It's one thing that's that's really cool to see where the state of our game is at, especially when you compare it to the NBA, how it's a lot more internationally dominated at that level and and we, we're kind of doing our own little version of it in tucson it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty remarkable i think yeah it is a great thing i totally agree with you jordan 
And that's kind of getting back to the old school mentality kind of for me of Arizona, because years ago we had Arizona had a lot of players that stayed here for a couple of years, stayed in Tucson. And then, you know, Sean Miller came and and adapt to the new era with the one and done players like you mentioned, but also just enough credit. We've raved about Tommy Lloyd since he got here this year. He's been fantastic, as we've said in the past. But just the job he's done, not from even recruiting his own players and having them stay a couple years, but recruiting guys from other programs, bringing them in, Mm -hmm. especially like you mentioned, foreign players, guys that weren't familiar with basketball in the United States and having them come to Arizona, grow, develop, and now get to a point where we see Kate or we see Pella Larson and Umar Balo excelling in their roles and being stars at Arizona. Yeah, definitely. Completely, completely agree. Yeah, Jordan. And getting into the game from Saturday, I mentioned that Arizona did win by 19 points, but a lot of this game in the first half, Arizona did get out to an eight point lead a little halfway through the first period, but then they only were up by three at halftime. And then it, it kind of remained close in the second half. Until about the last 10 or so minutes, Arizona broke the game open. But a guy that was excellent in this game, very efficient, and and a guy that we've raved about this season, he did have a couple down games uh, in the past couple weeks, but that's Keisha Johnson. 20 points, 9 for 11 shooting from the field, 5 rebounds. He was made two three-pointers. He was just excellent. And when they have that version of Keisha Johnson – this and and you also have a Caleb Love scoring twenty three and Umar seventeen and and doing it while they're so efficient sixty percent from the field fifty five percent from three. This team is just something special and very tough to beat. Yeah, I completely agree. Especially when you can score in so many different ways from so many different guys, it just it just makes this team so much more dangerous. Especially a guy like Keisha Johnson. If you would have told me two months ago that he'd be hitting threes and scoring over 20 in a game, I, I would not have believed you. And 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 his presence on the defensive end has just made this team so, so good, so good and so, so reliable on both ends of the court. And and I like like I said, I'm very surprising if you would have told me that a few months ago. I thought this guy was pretty limited offensively and was kind of just just a guy that went off pick and rolls and, and kind of a garbage man kind of guy. And, and the way that he's just kind of exploded, it feels like this year offensively is, is just remarkable. And and it's really awesome to see. And, and it's really amazing to see how Tommy Lloyd can get a diamond from diamonds. Like he, he is a team that came from a final four appearance last year. Um, but it's, I, I did, I did not expect the kind of, kind of output that we've been getting from, from Johnson. It's been remarkable and he's, he's going to be a reason this team can make a deep run. Yeah. It's, it is, seems like we're watching a different player than the guy that we saw at San Diego state. He was a major part of that team, but he was more of a complimentary piece, more of a defensive first guy for that San Diego state team. And traditionally veterans like that. We don't see a guy have uh, have a, a three plus year career somewhere, come over somewhere else, and then just totally change and grow. But that's something I always say with all sports. It's all about opportunity. 
And it's and with more opportunity, there are guys like Keyshawn Johnson that can put more forward and can just can show that he has so much more to prove and he has so much more that he can add to a team. He's not just a defensive player. He's the guy that can get 15 to 20 on most nights during the season. Uh, uh, but Jordan, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on what would you think of Caleb Love's performance in this game? 23 points, as I mentioned, six rebounds, six assists. He he was really good in this game, especially in the second half. I believe he had 15 points. He had a couple threes in consecutive possessions. What did you think about him? Yeah, he's. I, I think at the start of this year, I think we keep talking about where where we thought this team would be a few months ago, and and they think that he's putting up six and six from from assist and rebounds perspective is really awesome to see how his game has grown as well. And I think it just speaks a lot to Tommy Lloyd and kind of the confidence that he has in guys and the confidence that he puts in guys to be out there. And I think it speaks a lot to how he runs the team and who he decides to give minutes to. And I think I, I, I think about in previous years with guys that I think a lot of us expected to get a lot more minutes that just couldn't really carve any specific roles and couldn't really score to really the level that we wanted them to. I think Tommy Lloyd has done a great job implementing a, a player scoring system to where any guy can really get his on any given night. And he, he specifically puts guys in those positions that he knows are going to be able to, to have outputs from either a scoring perspective, from assist perspective, because this team also, over the last three years, the, the Tommy Lloyd era has has done a huge off offensive efficiency perspective from assists. Like nobody yep, has been selfish on I these agree. teams. Like they set each other up very well, and so I think that's one thing awesome to see from Caleb Love's game um, going in. Like we like at, at our first episode, I said he was going to be the premier scorer, and everybody else was just going to follow in line and to and to see him even have games where he doesn't score, but he figures out different ways to score either from the free throw line or from getting assists. It's, it's, it's been, it's been really remarkable to see kind of how this system over the last three years has, has completely changed every single year with different players and, and different leading scorers and different role players and just how, how Tommy's really shuffled the offense and the roster and shuffled minutes being played. Yeah, I I totally agree. Yeah, that's credit to Tommy. It's also credit to the players for adapting Definitely. to the system, fitting in the role. And it seems as more time goes on, Caleb Love is fitting into the system really well. And he's, it seems like he's getting, he's growing more confidence even on the offensive ends. And he's mm -hmm. finding the spots where he knows he can get, he can get his buckets, uh, he can get his shots off, he can drive to the hole. And just overall, another thing in this game that was excellent is the rebounding. 42 rebounds for Arizona, 24 for Utah. And that that was big part for a lot of guys added to that. Umar Balo, nine rebounds. Love, as you mentioned, six. John, Keisha Johnson, Jaden Bradley each had five. And Jordan, this is something we've talked on since early in the season, our early episodes, is that when this team's at its best, is when you have five guys in the double figures is when you have 
you know, the efficiency being at a high level. And that's led by Kylan Boswell, who only had 11 points in this game, but still added six assists, three rebounds. When he's when he's facilitating at a high level, that's when this offense is at their best. And and that's what that that's a credit to Tommy Lloyd's system Mm -hmm. is that on on a night like this, it, it might be anyone's night but you see guys like Caleb Love Johnson exploding and then the guys around the edges just kind of finish the job and I, I I stand by it I stand pat when I I've said it in the past when Arizona's playing like this I I really don't know who who what other team can get per, this type of production and production on this high of a level from five different guys I I, yeah. I really don't know who else in the country can do it yeah, I completely agree. And and just to reiterate again, like it's not just this year. Like we're just a little bit further than a year out from last year's team that played at the Maui Jim Maui tournaments where Umar Balo won the MVP. And there was a guy on the roster by his name Zulus Tubelis, who was runner up for Pac 12 player of the year. And he didn't even win most valuable player in, in the one tournament they played last year and when they went undefeated and had an awesome run in early in the season last year. And so this, this, this is really remarkable of what Tommy Lloyd and, and the way he's, he's kind of needed together this program to be so effective with so many different guys. Yeah, I I totally agree. Jordan, I think we could sum this. This was just another Arizona, just old fashioned beat down at home. They've done this countless times at home. Arizona, one of the best crowds and home, you know, court advantages in the whole entire sport. And I I think we can move on because this game was just dominant from start to finish. Later in the show, we're going to get into some of their future schedule featuring a game this Saturday against Washington State. And I wanted to get into some of the the, the later games in the Pac-12 schedule. But before we do that, Jordan, I wanted to talk about something that uh, you and I were debating about over text the last uh, day or so, and that's Arizona's resume and what maybe their best win, their best win may be, because they've beaten a lot of great teams. They beat Duke, they beat Michigan State, they beat Wisconsin. W- what win for you stands out as Arizona's best win? We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think two perspectives. I think from a resume perspective and in the fashion they did it, I I think the Wisconsin win is 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 the best win that they've had all year. And I think probably a part of that was because it was in McHale and because of how much emotion from the city was surrounded around that game of kind of getting revenge from the 2014 and 15 exits in the Elite Eights. Um, but a few quick stats from this Wisconsin team that's now undefeated in Big Ten play. They stand alone, top of the Big Ten. It's a good conference. It's not the greatest conference this year. And and I think it's it's pretty top-loaded. I think we're still trying to figure out – it's still really early in conference play. We're still trying to figure out who's who's good and who's not good. Minnesota's been been pretty impressive out of that conference so far this year and and what I think Brian Johnson is their head coach's name and his few years of being there after, after uh, Patino left, but Wisconsin and quad one and two wins. They have a true road win at Michigan state. They have a neutral site win against SMU. They have a home win against rival Marquette who was top five at the time, a week before they played Arizona. They have a true road win last night against Ohio state. They have a neutral site win against Virginia. They have a home win against Iowa and they have a home win against Nebraska. And the closest game out of pretty much all of those was about eight points. And I think that was to SMU and every single game they've won by at least nine to 10 points. And, and I think the team that you're going to pick is going to be Duke and Duke is only three and one in those, in those, or they only have three wins in those quad one and two um, spots. And that's a home win over Baylor home win over Syracuse and a home win over Pitt. And Syracuse and Pitt right now are like kind of the middle of the ACC. So I think just the quality of what Wisconsin and their resume of what they're putting together is super impressive. And I, I think that's that's really going to help, I think, Arizona a lot in the long run, especially with how, how they did it. It was like 23-point win. Was at home, but still, this Wisconsin team is really, really good. And a week ago, people were calling it like, most efficient offense in college basketball, which blew my mind. But AJ Store has has been on a tear recently. Excellent. And this yeah. was this Wisconsin team's really good, and and I and I think the Big Ten is going to be in a in a little bit better of a spot than where the ACC is going to be at the end of the year because ACC has kind of went through their ringer a lot, especially in the last week with kind of what the Big Twelve has been putting up and what the Big Ten. And some of the comments people have been making about the ACC from a media perspectives, kind of interesting, I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But Wisconsin, yeah. I think Wisconsin's, I think, clear cut above, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's a good case. I'll give my take on that. And it really, it's kind of different, you know, Jordan, because the way you look at it is the win itself, like looking at the win, if you flash back to, you know, that arena and you're viewing it from that landscape of just that singular win? Or are you looking at what you just mentioned? And that's 
the team that they beat in that team's entire resume. So that that, that those are kind of two kind of different things to me because it's to to me the singular best victory and it doesn't matter that it was the second game of the season that's the win against duke that's you you said i was going to say that that is my pick for the singular best victory at duke because jordan for me that is a top 5 place to win at in cameron indoor in the country that environment that building it's it, it's so tough to win there and even though it was in the first week of the season that still stands as a great win because Duke since then they've lost a couple along the way, but they they've won a couple in a row. They beat uh, a top 20 Baylor team. Uh, they also beat Michigan state who both um, Wisconsin and Arizona beat um, in, in Michigan state. And so, yeah, I, I think that, and, and Duke right now, I believe is still ranked number 10, that's this week. There's been a bunch of teams. They're 11. 11. I think there's they're 11. Been, yeah, well, there's been a bunch of teams that uh, all three of these teams we're talking about probably will move yeah. up. But yeah. any, anyway, I think Duke's the best singular win. I think Michigan, or I think Wisconsin at the end of the year, they have to keep it up. And that's my point. Agreed. I think I, I'm going to bet on Duke. I, I think Duke's a serious Final Four contender. I said that at the beginning of the year. They're getting healthier. I, I think they're... I think they're going to be in there towards the end. Wisconsin's to me still have a, a a bigger unknown just because I I just don't trust their I don't trust their guys as much as Duke. Duke has veterans, guys that have been there before on the big stage, and I I, I just I think they have a high level a higher level of talent on that team. And getting back to the best singular win, yeah, I would put Wisconsin number two, and not just because Arizona blew them out by over twenty points at home but to me if you're looking at just the singular victory it's not close winning at duke is is one of the hardest places to win in the country yeah no, i would agree with that I, th- I think that's a good case i think that's a good case and in hindsight it'll be 2020 you never know for for our viewers that are college football fans there was a point in time when texas's win to alabama was the biggest thing in, in college football a week later Alabama struggled against USF and everybody's like, Oh, well, Alabama actually might be dog crap this year. And, and that, and what that, do you and know? that win, both that, of those two teams yeah. got in the playoffs. Well, that win, <laughs> yeah, that win, I believe that was in like week three or four. That, that, that yeah. reason, that's the reason they got in the playoff. That's yeah. simple. That simple reason It's huge win. But yeah, I, I like that analogy a lot. I, I do. And, and I think that, yeah, it's still early in the season. There's still so much basketball to be played and resumes, you know, when you play someone, it's different than at the end of the season because when Arizona played Michigan State, they were ranked 21. When the, sure. the beginning of the year, they were ranked five. So things fluctuate. All I'm saying is my prediction, the Duke win will look better bat when you're looking back, but you never know. We'll, we'll see. It's like you yeah. said, we'll have to wait and see on that one. And I think that's kind of my case with Wisconsin and Duke is I think right now and so far, I think Wisconsin's been a better team than than Duke has. I think I think the quad one and two wins kind of speak to that. I think their offensive efficiency is it has been amazing in college. I think it's top five right now in college basketball. It's like their first time ever having 70 points in nine straight games. And for Wisconsin, that does not happen. I know Arizona is really only familiar with Wisconsin from 
2014 and 2015 that had Frank Kaminsky, those were like some of the best offensive teams that Wisconsin has like ever had. And so on normal years, like this year, like that's, that's insane. 70 points for nine games is, is crazy, crazy for a program like that. Um. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, Wisconsin, their losses are pretty good too. I agree. They lost mm-hmm. to, um, they have a Tennessee Rob- loss, Providence top 10 team. Um, yeah. Tennessee. Yeah, so those are two. And those good were ones. within the those first. Ones. Both of those losses were within the first nine days of the season, and they wanted to tear the one like eight in a row right before they played Arizona, and then you know how that went. But yeah, I, I digress. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That's it's a it's a good debate. It's good to talk about that, and we'll revisit this in a couple of weeks. You know, things change, as we know, in the last four to five days of college basketball, the top three teams in the country all lost. A couple of them lost to unranked teams even so anything can happen as we know a couple weeks ago Arizona lost to Stanford got blown out so anyone could beat anyone really but one one quick thing one quick thing I will say to top to put a pin in it last Saturday Wisconsin beat Nebraska by 16 three days ago Nebraska beat Purdue by 16 all I'm saying all I'm saying yeah that's that's crazy (laughs) um that's interesting as you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for the listeners and the viewers of the Field of 68 each and every week of the college basketball season. We have a special offer that will be available starting on Tuesday, January 9th, and running through Monday, February 12th, the morning after Super Bowl 58. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, in honor of the big game, you can use the bonus code FIELD158 and you'll get $158 in free bets on your first wager with BetMGM, regardless of whether or not you win that first bet. Here's how you make it work. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD158. Deposit at least $5 and place your first wager on any game. You'll receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your bet. Just make sure that you use that bonus code FIELD158 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly, which happens quite a bit. When you cross state borders, you just log into your existing account and fire away. You don't have to create separate accounts in each state. It's easy, it's simple, it's clean. And most importantly, we have some fun stuff coming up for the heart of the college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops, odd boosts, and my favorite, a nice juicy parlay boost. So download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Field 158. But, you know, staying on the same, you know, token of the resume is Arizona's, you know, rest of their season's uh, schedule and Pac-12 play. As we mentioned, they're playing Washington State this Saturday. It's taking place 4 p.m. in Arizona, 6 p.m. on the West Coast. Sadly, Jordan, it's on the Pac-12 network again. But good news, the following Wednesday, January 17th, 8 p.m., a night game in, uh, in Tucson, a home game against USC. We'll be on ESPN um and I, this is where I wanted to go, Jordan. They play USC, UCLA, uh, next week. And normally, I said to you before we start recording. Normally, when we get to this point of the schedule, when it's USC and when it's just you know the, the week when we play the Southern California schools, that's 
that that's you know that happens two times those are the normally the two toughest weeks for Arizona and this year it's just different because this year our, or this year when Arizona plays USC they're two and three in Pac-12 play they're eight and eight and then UCLA is just a total disaster six and nine one and three Pac-12 play one of the worst seasons for them I've seen in recent memory so w- what do you think about this week's game against Washington State and then what do you think about just the landscape of the Pac-12 with the California schools? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I feel like I can lump those things together. The Pac-12 is not in a good spot right now, basketball-wise. And, and it's a shame. Like, the last year of the Pac-12, we want... Like, we had a football team that was in the natty this past week. Like, I, I feel like we kind of want everybody to ride into this sunset a little bit. And outside of Arizona, I do not see anything super positive so far coming from the conference. And especially, like, Wazoo, like, they had, I think it was during the, I think the year after COVID, 2021, they had an interesting year. I think they made the the tournament that year, but not really a well-known basketball program. Um, I see probably very similar things this weekend out of Washington state. And our first episode, I, I thought we would split with USC and UCLA. I thought UCLA would probably win the Pac-12 tournament. And yeah, you, were, yeah, right, you were more high on them. I, I, I kind of was more, I was actually higher, I believe on USC. You were USC yeah. and they're, they're bad. I mean, so yeah, I mean, at the top, I mean, it seems like Oregon, Oregon's always tough. Oregon's been playing well, yeah. Arizona State, you know, most of those games are tougher. They're they're up to four and zero start in Pac twelve play, and I agree. They've this put this, yeah, they've this, played the same yeah. that we have, mm-hmm. and they've, yeah, and they've come out perfect so far. So and, and yeah, this this conference, I I totally agree. It's just a bad conference. It's that simple. It doesn't seem like it. It seems like it's up to Arizona kind of like Washington and football if a team wants to go to the national title game from this conference because I don't know how many teams make the make the tournament from this conference because it's it, it's really bad we'll see how the second half plays out but yeah it seems like this in the final year of the Pac-12 in college basketball might be one of the worst in the last decade yeah, I, I would agree. I, I think Oregon's probably the best shot, especially the way the way their freshmen have been playing. And um, I think D- Dana Altman, I think that's their head coach's yeah, name. Yeah, he's great. And he's great. He has a lot of experience, been there over a decade. 
Um, I, 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 I would probably put my money on them if you're going to pick another team out of the Pac-12 to make the tournament. But out of UCLA, like my my thing was Cronin. I love Cronin, and I still love Cronin. Uh, he's done a remarkable thing at UCLA, and is five years there since he left uh, Cincinnati for that job. And he's done an amazing job. And this team is completely different than the team he had last year. The team he had last year was led by Pac-12 player of the year, Jaime Jaquez, who's going on a tear right now in the NBA. And at times looks like the best player on that Miami Heat team. And so when you lose a caliber player like that, that you basically depended on for three years, it's 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 hard to replace guys, and especially guys like Tiger Campbell. That he was there for four plus years, and and those guys made a Final Four run together, and now they're pretty much all freshmen. I think, I think the only thing you can point to is probably his inexperience with dipping into the transfer portal really a ton with this team, and just kind of hoping he could get through with the good freshman class. Um, yeah, and I think and that's yeah, I, I think also that's credit to a Tommy Lloyd where exactly he, he he has had players not as long as he hasn't had a Hami Hawkes or a Tiger Campbell stay there for three, four years, but he's had players a couple years and he's developing players behind those guys and he's bringing ready made players and kind of molding the timelines of the young and the older group to to, to put the best product forward. And I think Cronin has failed to do that this year. I don't think they'll be like bad for multiple years. I think, you know, there's still a major brand in the sport as we know. And I, I, I actually, we'll get into our episode next week. We'll recap the Washington state game. And we'll get into more of these games versus the schools from Southern California. But my last point here is I, I think my first thought is I think these games will be closer than, than maybe the odds makers will put them. I think the USC game, will be closer. They've had some close games. You know, they, they still have, they're kind of trying to figure out their, their rotation and anything, but Jordan, any other final thoughts on the rest of the PAC 12 schedule or the game versus Washington state before we go? Um, I, I would say like we're talking about in UCLA, I, I still don't imagine UCLA finishes in the bottom four of the PAC 12. I agree. And I, I think that's probably mostly just me speaking on Cronin and how good of a coach he is. And I think he'll he'll be able to inch inches away, kind of a little. He'll get a, he'll get a few wins, I think, here and there. Yeah, I agree. When they play, uh, you know, that home environment's still great. They'll beat a bunch of teams there, I think, down the stretch. But I wanted to thank everybody for tuning into today's episode. I'm Ryan Wall. He's Jordan Pollock. You can follow us on X at Bear Down AZ Pod. You can follow the field to 68, and we'll see you next time. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. 
Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com 